Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. If you're not consistent with this business, you won't be successful in this business. Get up every day. Like you're going to somebody else's job. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip. And they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times given us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluffy stuff. Today, we're going to be talking about wholesaling and we're going to be talking with the self-proclaimed queen of wholesaling. How you doing, LaShannon White? I am very well. Thank you so much. How are you doing, Joe? Oh, I'm Thanks doing... for uh, the invite. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm doing well and looking forward to diving in. And Earlier, I was just making sure I had everything correct, and I had everything correct, except that I didn't know you were the queen of wholesaling. So, like, oh, man, I got <laughs> I definitely have to include that a little bit more about LaShannon, and then she'll get into it more detail. She is obviously a full-time wholesaler. She is the founder of Wholesaling Real Estate Coaching Program. She has a successful Facebook group, by far my favorite 
name for a Facebook group called Ladies in High Heels Wholesale. <laughs> I can't even say it straight face. Ladies in High Heels Wholesale Houses Two. I mean, my gosh, is that just the best ever wholesale Facebook group name? I mean, you, you killed it on that name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I wanted to just—I couldn't think of anything small, so I had to. Oh well, yeah. You went along with it, and you separated yourself from the pack, that's for sure. So Ladies in High Heels, Wholesale Houses 2 is her Facebook group page name. She has closed over 80 deals, and she's heavily involved with the Georgia Real Estate Investors Association. She's based in Hotlanta, Georgia. With that being said, LaShannon, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yes, a little bit more about me. I'm a full-time real estate investor, as well as a real estate investor wholesale coach. I'm always at the Facebook group there, Ladies in High Heels Wholesale Houses, too, answering questions that you have about real estate transactions and, and situations. And basically, I'm involved in my community. I volunteer with a couple of women organizations here in Atlanta. And real estate has been my passion for about 10 years and I started out doing real estate. Actually, I was watching a show, a commercial that was on late night is how I actually got into real estate. And it was those two little guys, can't remember their names, but they were on one night and I was trying to find a way out of my situation at that time. And I'm talking about, I was trying to find a way to create more money in my life more stability in my life and more abundance in my life, okay? Mm -hmm. And so watching that commercial that night really changed my life because it put me on a path to just self-discovery. There was a phone number on the screen, Joe, I dialed it, and on the other end, the operator, she said, how can I help you? And I said, I want to change my life by attending this real estate seminar. And so the real estate seminar was on that following Saturday, and I didn't know who was hosting the real estate seminar because I totally bypassed who was sponsoring that commercial. And just my luck, and I don't like to use the word luck because I believe in blessings, but I was blessed to have met that Saturday morning Ron LeGrand. Mm -hmm. And Ron LeGrand changed my life that Saturday, Joe. It was amazing, amazing morning and afternoon with him. I took a deal. I was that hungry. I took a deal with me, and I wasn't even sure what to do with the deal, but I took it. And I was able to sit down with Ron LeGrand, and I would never forget the moment with him. I wrote down on a piece of napkin what he told me to the letter on how to close that transaction. I've kind of skipped a whole lot here, make a long story short. I kind of went to the end of my story, but there was a fee for training. Mm -hmm. with Ron LeGrand. And at that time, I didn't have any money available to go to training. And so because it wasn't a whole lot of people at that time that attended the event, that's how I was able to sit down with him mm -hmm. and document how I needed to go by to get that transaction done. On a napkin. And you did it. Yes, I did that. So you went to the seminar with a deal? Yes, I went with the deal because I was hungry, Joe. I wanted to change my life that bad, and I was just determined. 
you know, sometimes we got to get determined to change our life and we got to step out. A lot of times we go places and we don't know who we will meet. We just always have to be prepared. So I went and I was prepared. How did you get that deal to bring to the event? I think I was driving for dollars with it. I was driving for dollars and I wrote down the address and that's pretty much all I did because I didn't know what else to do. So I wrote down that address of that property and I did take a picture of it. And at this time, you know, 2004, I think, or wow, so many years ago, 2003, I don't even know if we had picture phones, but I took a picture of that property. I took it with me and he showed me how to do my numbers. He told me what to say and he gave me a contract to go back with. And so I went and followed the instructions, and I ended up closing that transaction, and I made my first $3,000. Wow. And just so I'm understanding, you were driving for dollars, and you brought the address and picture. You had a picture of it. Was it for sale? Had you already spoken to the owner of the property? No, I didn't speak to anybody. How did you know it was for sale? Well, after sitting down with Ron, Ron told me to go back and make the phone call. It was a vacant property. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it was it was a vacant property. And, and it was so many moons ago. It could have been a for sale by owner sign out there. It probably was. It was a long time yeah. ago, so I don't really remember all the mechanics behind it. But Ron told me exactly what I needed to do in order to get it done. All right, so you got that deal. You made 3000 bucks. Then how'd you go from that point to 80 deals? I know that's a big question. Take it however you want to take it. Yeah, it's a real big question, but it's not difficult to answer. What I did was I became really good at what I did. I told myself that I wanted to be the deal maker at that time. I wanted everybody to come to me for their deals. And so after I closed my first deal, I went ahead and I bought Ron's coaching program. And so that allowed me to get the coaching that I needed and to understand the real mechanics behind wholesaling and get me a system in place. And so after I did that, I closed a couple of deals on my own. I was out there. I was making things happen. And at this time, Georgia Rhea was a big part of that because Georgia Rhea has been around for 30 years. And so I was going to different workshops and seminars there, going to meetings there, networking with people and just really rubbing shoulders with a lot of people. And so I had closed enough deals. I decided that I was going to get me an office. And I got my first office, had a partner, and I said, you know, when you're not really comfortable with just really just stepping out with something like that with the office, I said, well, maybe, you know, I need a partner or whatever. So I got a partner at the time, and we put an office together, and then we were successful. And so we decided to go our separate ways, and I was secure enough at that time because by then I had closed so many deals with us working together. And then I set another office up. And what I did was I set up my facility. I had a telemarketing office. So I had bird dogs coming into the office, making phone calls, going on appointments. And I was basically 
showing up at closings because I was closing so many deals at that time. So this was back in 2004 before the market just went crazy. So that's how I was able to close as many deals, over 80 deals by implementing a team, implementing a system and a strategy and just being very consistent. It's important to be very, very, very consistent because if you stop, your flow stops. So we're still here and and we've been consistent to that point. So that's how I was able to do it, Joe. On that consistency point, what specifically do you do every day that leads to profits in your pocket? Good question. Very, very good question. What I do every day, and I'm really glad that you asked this question because I work my business like I'm going to somebody else's job. And I have a schedule. I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning, get into my meditation and in my rituals that I do with myself. And then at 10 o'clock, I start working. And basically, I'm reviewing my emails. I'm responding to advertising. I'm making phone calls. I'm following up on deals. And I'm just running my business. So that's what I do consistently every day. I get up every morning and during my after I work from 10 to 1, I take a break for about 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes two hours, depending on what I'm doing. I'm out in the field. I'm driving for dollars. And I don't drive for dollars every single day, but at least once a week, I'm going to dedicate myself to driving for dollars. And again, I'm following up. I'm networking. I go to at least two networking events a month where I'm meeting different people. I'm connecting and I'm building relationships to to close more deals. So that's what I do, Joe. You said 10 to 1 a.m. and then 2 to what time do you usually stop working? I start working about 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, I'm done. And sometimes if I haven't reached people, kind of start calling again from maybe 7 until 9 o'clock. That's when the telemarketing cutoff time is. Is At 6 o'clock, I have a daughter in college, so I have to grab her and then I come back. And I'll work from maybe 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock making phone calls if I didn't get a lot of people during the day that I attempted to call. And so I continue that the next day, more follow-up, more emails, more looking at properties on Thursdays and Fridays. Those are my days that I go out and I'm in the field chasing down deals. I'm driving for dollars and I'm out there making things happen in the field. Sometimes it changes some time, but, you know, that's how I'm, I'm consistent with it. The point that you made about how you work your business like you're going to someone else's job really resonates with me because when I find myself going astray during the day, like going to the time waster websites, which isn't often, but admittedly it happens more often than I'd like for it to. I pretend that I'm at the last W2 job I had, which was at an advertising agency. And I pretend that the founder of the company is walking by my desk. And what what would I be doing? Would I be on Facebook or would I be working on a PowerPoint presentation that leads to the bottom line or doing something else that leads to the bottom line? And I found that pretending that I'm back at my job with a boss overlooking at my computer and walking by 
that helps me be more effective. Definitely. It sure does. Because you have to. And I look at it like this. My life depends on me getting up in the morning, going to somebody's job. So my life depends on me getting up every morning, going to my place of business Mm -hmm. and being productive, taking action and making things happen every single day. If I don't make something happen on a daily basis, I feel like I'm not accomplishing what I set out to do because I have goals. You know, with setting out what you're looking to accomplish to do, what would you do if I were to give you three extra hours? Magically, I've come across three extra hours in the day that you must spend working every day, Monday through Friday. So you get three extra workday hours. What would be the ways that you would spend that time on your business? I would spend one of those hours reading a little bit more. The second hour, I would spend mapping out how I was going to build houses for single mothers that are homeless. Because that's something that I want to do. And that third hour, I would spend creating more time for myself because I work a lot. So that's what I would do with that third hour. Okay. So hiring team members and scaling up, scaling the business? Yes. Are you a one-woman show, or do you have other team members right now that you hire or regularly pay some sort of stipend to? I have other team members right now, and what I've done was I've created my Facebook group so that I can do that. So I have JV relationships with a couple of the women that are in my group, and I have a virtual assistant that I use that assists me with different agendas that I need help with. Mm -hmm. So I have about three people that I'm working with right now besides myself, actually four. So you got a virtual assistant, you've got two people who you do joint ventures with on deals, and what's the fourth person do? The fourth person, how can I forget him? He's very important. He does research, okay? What he does is I gather addresses. He puts the phone numbers. He puts together the spreadsheets. He does all the research and the data compiling to make sure that we have what we need to target our deals. So that's a key person on the team, isn't it? One of the key people on the team. Absolutely. And is he virtual or is he in Atlanta? He's in Atlanta as well. And how'd you meet him? Well, I met him through a family member and we kind of teamed up and told him what I had going on and what I needed. And so he said that he was willing to help. He's also giving shots out. He's also a veteran. So shots out to him. And by working with someone like that, he's very consistent. He's very dedicated. And when he says that he's going to do something and have the information to me, he has it to me on time. And he gives me just advice on which ones to contact first because after he's kind of targeted the sellers on there, then then he knows what's going on with those deals a little bit more because he's done all the research. So great person to have on my team. Sounds like it. And tell him from me, thank you for your service and really appreciate what he did for our country serving in the military. I will.
and I'm sure he will hear this um, <laughs> recording, yeah. and he will definitely hear your shout out to him. So, well, yes, indeed. In your virtual assistant, I'm going to take a wild guess. Did you hire your virtual assistant through Upwork? No, I didn't have oh. a virtual assistant oh. through Upwork. How did you, you hire <laughs> your virtual assistant? Actually, my virtual assistant, I had a post somewhere, and my virtual assistant reached out to me, and so I kind of laid out the duties that I needed them to cover, and so they told me that they could do it. They actually gave me a free couple of weeks of service, and I was very impressed by that. So by them doing that, it gave me the confidence to commit to them. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I missed it. Was that you posted where on Facebook? Yeah, I posted on Facebook, and that's okay. how I found my my virtual assistant team. And they gave me a few weeks for free, and I have a very affordable weekly rate that I pay them. And by them giving me the week free, it gave me the confidence yeah. that they would do what I needed them to do for me. So, and what's the company I love my, name? What's the company name? Yeah. I'll have to send you that on email because it's a person. Okay, got it. Well, best ever listeners, if you're curious, then you can reach out to LaShannon and she'll give you the info on who she works with from a virtual assistant standpoint. Sweet. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Joe, my best real estate investing advice would be be consistent. And I say that because if you're not consistent with this business, you won't be successful in this business. Get up every day like you're going to somebody else's job and give yourself the same energy that you give someone else. And I guarantee you, if you do that, you're consistent and you're serious about your business and this business can change your life, you will be very successful as long as you are consistent. Coincidentally, I was thinking earlier today, if someone were to ask me what's the most important thing to do in business and you have to only say one word, I would say consistency. I completely agree with you. And someone might say, well, if you're consistently bad or consistently doing the wrong stuff, then you need to not be consistent. And I get that. I get that. As with anything that we have to narrow it down to one word, there's always going to be objections and things. But consistency, I've seen in my business with the daily podcast doing it for almost three years now in a row, every single day, it's grown my business exponentially. So I love that you said that. And thanks for reinforcing that in my mind too. Uh, so you ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes. All right. <laughs> you, know, you are probably number one in excitement level for best ever lightning round. Usually people are like, not really, or I don't know. I love your approach. Right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best so partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, 
You better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. BestEverConference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to BestEverConference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com. Let's keep up the energy. What is the best ever book you've read? The best ever book is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Best ever personal growth experience. And what did you learn from it? Oh, wow. Best ever personal growth experience. Never give up. Let me kind of share a little story about that. I'm a single mom, Joe, and I went through a crazy divorce. And through that storm, I could have gave up. But every single day, I told myself that I must keep going. I must keep going. I must keep going. And so no matter how crazy your life gets, don't ever give up because there is always a blessing on the other side of your storm. So that's my advice. Keep going. Best ever deal you've done. Wow. (laughs) That's a good question. Best ever deal I've done. This is a transaction that just recently I made about $10,000 from this deal recently. And I sold a two bedroom, one bath indicator. I got it for $35,000 and sold it for $45,000. And that was the best ever deal I've done because it happened really, really quick. didn't have to wait a long time for it. It happened immediately. Best ever way you like to give back? I like to visit the women's homeless shelter here in Atlanta and just give my time to the women there because there is always someone there that you can inspire and encourage to keep going. And that's how I like to give back. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far? The biggest mistake that I've made, honestly, and this is focusing on just one area of real estate. I think that in order to just really live your best life ever is you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You really got to be flexible with your real estate components. There's wholesaling, there's there's tenant placement, there's property management, there's rehabbing. There's so many different facets of real estate. So I would say don't focus in on just one area and get comfortable with that. Find other areas that you like and you're good at and make sure that you become a student in that and get a couple of areas to focus on just outside of just one. What's the best place the best ever listeners can get in touch with you? Best place that listeners can get in touch with me right now would be dreambiggerwealthbuilders at gmail.com. That's dreambiggerwealthbuilder at gmail.com. And my Ladies in High Heels Wholesale Houses 2 Facebook group. My website, the queen, blah, 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 is under construction. So I'll send you a link of that once we finish the editing on that, Joe. But for now, Ladies in High Heels Wholesale Houses 2 and Dream Bigger Wealth Builder at gmail.com. Is that a ladies-only Facebook group? Unfortunately, yes. 
No, keep it. I like it. I like it. And just for the lady listeners, it's the number two, not T-O-O. So ladies in high heels, Wholesale House is the number two. Well, LaShannon, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing how you got started with the Ron Legrand deal analysis and how you've taken it from that one deal to over 80 wholesale deals. The acronym that comes to mind is Constant Never-Ending Improvement. I'm sure Tony Robbins isn't the only person who talks about this, but Kanai, Constant Never-Ending Improvement. That acronym comes to mind when I think of you from the little time we spend together because it seems like you're continually focused on getting better in all areas of real estate and personally and professionally alike, as well as your approach of you work your business like you're going to someone else's job. It's really interesting. It's a one-liner, but when we live our life that way, then we're more regimented in our schedule. We're more respectful of our own time because we wouldn't slack off if we were in someone else's office. So why would we slack off if we're in our own office? So thanks so much for being on the show, sharing your best ever advice, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Joe. I look forward to talking to you soon. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th, the conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. BestEverConference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to BestEverConference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference. They want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com.